Planning a Disney World or Universal Studios vacation is not an easy feat. Between Genie Plus, advanced dining reservations, park tickets, hotel accommodations, and more, you're looking at hours upon hours of work when it comes to booking your vacation. Wouldn't you like your vacation to feel more like a vacation, though? Then let Zip Travel give you a hand. Zip Travel can not only save you hours of time and headaches by booking your hotel accommodations, getting the park tickets, booking the dining reservations, and a plethora of other things you need for your vacation. They can also save you money by finding the rates and discounts available during your trip. They are a great resource you can also lean on with any questions or situations that arise related to your vacation. But you know what the best part about all of this is? Their services are completely 100% free. Not only are their services free, but Zip Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner and an officially earmarked gold Disney travel agency. In fact, they are the travel agency that Jamie and I use exclusively to book our numerous trips that we take to Disney World, Universal Studios, and any other place in the world. They book it all for us. We lead super busy lives and they make it so much easier by handling all the trip planning details for us. We know they will do the same for you. In fact, we believe in them so much, we're willing to throw in some extras if you book your next vacation through Zip Travel. If you book at least a three-night vacation package, you'll receive from us a free t-shirt, $10 in CTM shop credit, and a goodie gift basket waiting for you at the front desk of your hotel. So to book your next trip and save time, money, and your sanity, head to travelwithzip.com today. Again, that's travelwithzip.com. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jared Lee. And I'm joined by my lovely wife, Jamie Lee. So, Jamie, how are you doing? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, if you've listened to the Universal show before, you might be thinking, doesn't Jamie normally host these? And you would be correct. Uh, we figured, given that uh, what we're going to talk about today, which is Halloween Horror Nights, uh, and Jamie went and experienced that, it probably make more sense for me to host it and ask her questions versus her asking herself questions. Right. Or asking me questions that I would then just ask her. So this is, yeah, mm -hmm. this is how we're going to set it up today. Uh, but yeah, so today we're going to talk about Halloween Horror Nights. And we got uh, just basically all about Halloween Horror Nights. But I did yeah. want to say, I will, you know, we obviously have the Disney show and we have the Universal show. Right. Um, and we talked about D23 Expo with Disney. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, I'm assuming the happiest people around uh, on the day of the expo when they saw it was probably the Universal creative team given Disney didn't announce too much in the parks. You know, I thought about that a little bit afterwards. And, you know, Universal hasn't actually announced anything about the park either. It's just all rumors and like what we can see. And they're notorious for not announcing things. So maybe Disney is maybe learning a little bit from Universal saying like, okay, maybe we shouldn't announce too much until like plans are already like set in motion. You know what I mean? I mean, Universal doesn't. That's kind of their MO. Right. And they can kind of... Universal gets away with a lot of things that I'm sure they're okay with in terms of compared to Disney. But Disney's also set this precedent themselves. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of like Apple. Apple every single year now. I mean, it used to be a big deal when Steve Jobs would go out there and 
announce a new phone and then it became we're going to do this every single year so now the audience yeah the audience for apple has come to expect a yearly Mm -hmm. update whether that's a new iphone or whatever it is uh and disney's done the same thing especially with d23s in that when there's an expo people expect big announcements that's what disney has done Mm -hmm. so when they don't have big announcements it's yeah, it's going to be a letdown for the audience. So mm-hmm. uh, I would say, I don't know if Disney's getting away from it because they do like to make the big splashes. Sure. I just, I was a little surprised in terms of, I, I did see a meme where it showed like uh, D23 and it showed like a big crowd going crazy and it said like Universal's creative team after watching it or something. Oh, okay. So I would assume that if I'm on the Universal creative team, I would have been curious to see, okay, does Disney have any big announcements given um epic universe and we will have i think the next episode we do will be a a pretty deep dive into what is epic universe like what's it going to be there what do we know about how big it is because i can tell you once i started looking into it i did not realize the the scope of it of how big it's going to be in terms of just not only what they're going to have in the park but just the sheer size of the land yeah like it's going to be a very big area so that'll be a good episode yeah, so we'll do some stuff on YouTube with that as well because I think you know there's lots of updates and like you were saying, Universal has announced Epic Universe, and but they haven't announced you know specifics. We do know Nintendo World is coming, some other aspects, but they kind of been hush uh, outside of them you know kind of having uh, permits they file. That's kind of the way people are finding stuff out, mm-hmm. uh, names of hotels and things like that. So yeah, but I was just. I, I was thinking in terms of on the Universal side, it's like, I bet they were kind of like, oh, okay. Because, you know, this would have been the D23 for them to have big announcements given Epic Universe is going to open, I think, projected in 25, to 2025, correct? Summer of 25. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there is another D23 in 2004 because D23s are every two years. Is it going to be in 24 or are they going to go back to 25? Are they going to do three years away? I oh I haven't heard anything. I mean, wasn't it every other odd? Year? I don't know. Who knows? I mean, I think the pandemic <laughs> definitely messed, messed up. up. But I don't know if they would skip three years to at this point. Nah, you're right. But even Probably if they not. did come out in 24 and announce something, mm-hmm. it's not like it would be done. You know, we we were talking sure. about this with Disney. It's not like they would be done probably better part of a decade if they announced like a new park, which I don't think they will. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, from Universal side, I'm sure they were kind of relieved. But, uh, but yeah, so next episode we will talk a ton about epic universe so if you are curious about that tune into that one because uh, it'll it'll be good there's a lot of a lot of research going into that one mm-hmm. so yes. uh, but today we're going to talk about halloween horror nights kind of uh well jamie's halloween horror nights 31 review yes so uh jamie did this last night so she is i did here. that's She's why l- my voice is a little deeper yeah, than usual you might hear jamie's a little tired her voice is a little <laughs> out uh and she was uh-huh. she was up late last night so I was. um but yeah that's what we're gonna talk about uh we, she wants some friends mm-hmm. uh and uh yeah so i think you had a good time correct i had a great time okay i had a great that's time. that's good yeah. yeah uh so we'll we'll, br- we'll get into all this so okay. uh i guess we'll start really granular here okay in case people don't know what halloween horror nights is uh so halloween horror nights is a seasonal halloween event that occurs every fall at universal studios park so this year is the 31st year of it, as like we said before. Uh, so the very first year of this event, though, it was called Fright Nights. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't called Halloween Horror Nights. And it was, as you might suspect, much, much, much smaller and a lot shorter of an event than it is currently. Like a weekend only. And I, and it's just grown from there. So. Yeah, yeah. So like this year, 
Halloween Horror Nights occurs on select nights from September 2nd all the way to October 31st. So mm-hmm. it's going basically two months. Yeah. You know, compared to just one weekend before. Right. Uh, so the event has haunted houses. These are called scare houses, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have scare zones, shows, special food and drink offerings. And then there is, as you might have guessed, event merchandise that you can get. <laughs> They'll always let you do that stuff. Always. Yes. Uh, and it is a separate ticket event. Uh, so, you know, a park ticket isn't required for this. You have to get a separate ticket for this because it goes on after the park closes right i mean you can't even yeah you can't use your regular park ticket to get into this event so yeah now if you do have the top tier annual pass you do get a free ticket to halloween horror nights per per pass yes you get you get one night like comped basically um which is a nice entrance which is a nice perk i mean it saves some money if you're if you're wanting to go a lot to universal and you want the parks and stuff yeah so a, a, like we said, it's a separate ticketed event with prices starting at seventy nine ninety nine for a single uh, ticket for this, basically. Right. Um, so there's also multi-night tickets that are available. So you can do what's called the Rush of Fear Pass. And this is when you can attend all of the first 17 nights of the event. And that is for $129.99. Then you have the Frequent Fear Pass, which is every Sunday through Thursday night while this is going on. Uh, plus the first weekend, and that is $179.99. Then you have the Frequent Fear Plus Pass. A lot of frequent fears going frequent on. Frequent fear. Every, this is every Sunday through Friday event night plus the first and last Saturday event nights. And this is two nineteen ninety nine, And the very last tier is Ultimate Frequent Fear Pass. And this is every single night of the event plus free parking after five for three twenty four ninety nine. Yeah. So if you like to... I don't know how scared you would be after if you go every single time, though, because you're going to know where everything is. But if you really enjoy... People do this. They I love know. it. I mean, look, I mean, I'm going to give you an example here. Like the Frequent Fear Plus Pass. It says every Sunday through Friday plus the first and last Saturday of the entire thing. That's, I mean, I, I don't I don't know how many nights there are like total that are available, but for only 220 bucks, like if this is your thing, that's a steal. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. If you go enough, it's kind of like an annual pass. If you use it enough, it becomes, yeah, you get your money's worth. I mean, you'd have to be probably a local for that. Or, you know, if you have a trip plan and you go like three nights out of your trip, you know, <laughs> it would probably yes. be worth it. Yeah, for um, sure. But yeah, there's lots of uh, options. And I like to I like to share this because I like to give a comparison to like Mickey's Not So Scary, where there's one tiered pass for that. Yes, and the only yeah. extra is the dessert party as of right now. Although, yeah. You know? Although I so. think it's interesting with Halloween Horror Nights because Halloween Horror Nights definitely has its, um, I would say it has these niche diehards because obviously it's yeah. people that really love horror movies. Usually, this yeah. is not if you're if you're if you are unfamiliar with this. This is a I mean it's not a Mickey's not so scary Halloween. This is a very trying to be scary Halloween. It's real scary in your terms of like you know haunted houses and you know mm-hmm. trying to scare you with horror stuff and like that. So it's much yeah. different, yeah. different crowd. And this does lead into and and you might be asking one reason I didn't do this is uh, <laughs> so Jamie went last year. I did. I may go next year. I've been I've been told I need to go next year. I my reason I didn't go. I get punchy when -hmm. people jump out at me, and Mm -hmm. I was like, I really don't want to risk like not you know being kicked out of Universal Studios. That would be kind of hard to cover Universal Studios when you can't go. Right. And also, I hate horror movies. I hate them. I loathe them. (laughs) I just can't stand them at all. So I was like, I would just be a bummer. 
But I think next year what I may do is go and I'll just I won't go to the scare houses. I'll just eat the food and drink the drinks and just. Chill. I think you'd ha- I think you'd have fun with that. That part would be, that fun. Would be fun. I I really do. I'm like I'm worried about somebody jumping out and I just reactively like, you know, like punch and I'm like I don't want I don't want that. But, <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's why Jamie went. Right. Uh, and so, um, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing about this is it is it's you know I think horror genre. Am I saying that correctly? Horror. I need a horror genre. Horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does have tend to like a diehard group in, into it. There are people that really like that genre. And those frequent fear passes are right. very high handy. This yeah. leads itself versus, you know, Mickey's not so scary. Um, yeah, I mean, you could buy multiple tickets, but they're also probably like it's a larger mass crowd. Mm-hmm. That is going to appeal to Mickey's not so scary versus this type of event. That be, is true. Yeah. That is true. But uh, yeah. yeah, but there's also some add-ons if you want to talk yeah, about so those. Yeah, so some add-ons and probably and Jamie will talk about whether or not these are needed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they are. So I see uh-huh. this one. So the first one here is Express Pass. So you might be familiar with this. They have this when you go to Universal. You can purchase the Express Pass, which is like a cut the line mm-hmm. ticket. Uh, so if you want to do this for Halloween Horror Nights, it's a separate ticket, and this is starting at one hundred nineteen ninety nine. Yes, and a lot of questions about Express Pass. So if you have, if you're staying on property and you're staying at the Premier Resorts, which is the Portofino Bay, uh, Royal Pacific, or Hard Rock Cafe, that Express Pass that is included with your stay does not qualify for the Express Pass that would be needed for Halloween Horror Nights. Right. So you'd have to buy this separately. Nobody's getting this one for free. Nobody's getting this for free. Um, and if you have Express Pass for that day, like you buy it separately, like let's say you're staying at Cabana Bay and you buy Express Pass like as an addition to your ticket, mm-hmm. also doesn't ma- doesn't count. Right. It's it's, it's a, just half. It's basically have like it. a different park day. Pretty it, much. It's like it. It's almost like it becomes a separate park, and you got to get different stuff for it. Right. Exactly. But, yep. Um, so keep that in mind if you if you're curious about that. You will if you want the Express Pass. Um, it's a high ticket item, and uh, we'll talk, talk about and we it. We will talk about for sure whether or not yeah. Jamie says that's worth it. So, yeah. Uh, next one you can do is called Behind the Screams. This is uh, Unmasking the Horror Tour. Uh, this is a lights on VIP tour for three or six houses where you can basically go in there and check them out. Yes. You know what they look like. And this is starting at $79.99 per person. And this one is, is kind of cool. You do not need admission for this. We don't need admission to Halloween Horror Nights because it's during the day. Right. Um, so you know, if you're going to do the three houses, it's it's seventy nine ninety nine. But this is a really cool thing to see, to see the inner workings of how they put it together, the design elements, like all of that stuff. So Now, do you need a park ticket to no. do this? Okay. No. So you can just do this alone. Yeah. yeah okay. I looked at it, yeah. If you yeah. don't need a park ticket. So. Okay. Um, yeah. So the next one is the RIP tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a guided VIP tour with front of the line access to each house one time, and this is starting at two ninety nine ninety nine. So we ha- we ha- we saw a lot of RIP tours. Oh, really? We did. Um, they're very popular, and there are two different kinds. So you can book an RIP tour with uh with um like people that you don't know, and they get into one group. And I think there's a group. I think it's ten is the max. Okay. So you'd be with some people you didn't know, and that's the two ninety nine ninety nine price. Um, you can also book a private RIP tour, mm-hmm. where it's just people that you know. Mm-hmm. It's more expensive, but if you, I mean, if you divide it amongst the ten, then you may you may save a little money there. But yeah, I mean, those are two options. And this. this one gets you directly to the front of the line. 
Right. So, so Express Pass, there is a separate Express Pass line that is much shorter than the standby line. But the RIP tour guests get to just cut to the front. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have to go through the whole Express part. Yeah. I will say RIP tour, RIP, that's a really good, like, isn't that great? It's a good, it's a good marketing right I there. I love it. Yeah. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the next, we got two more here. So the next one is a Scream early ticket. And this is arrive between 3 to 5 p.m. to enjoy the park, then enter the stay and scream area by 5 to start enjoying before regular admission. So what they do, and I'll, I'll kind of explain this now because I won't cover this uh, later because I didn't go in this entrance. But in the main entrance area, they'll hold everybody up until 6 o'clock um, whenever like the event starts. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And the park closes at 6. The park closes at days. 5. Oh, excuse me, 5. Okay. Yeah, so from 5 to 6, there's they're just getting everything ready for the par- for the for the event and then there's everybody's waiting outside the gates that don't have day admission, don't have a stay and scream or a scream early ticket or are hotel guests. Okay. Okay. So this scream early ticket will literally get you in for 2 hours to enjoy the park without having to have day like park admission. Hmm, okay. And then at five o'clock, you just get by, you get in those stay and scream areas, which I think there are f- three or four um, that spread around the park. Okay. And you have to stay in that area until five or until, um, I think, at certain times that the park, the, the house is open. Sometimes it's 5 15, sometimes it's 5 30, depending on where you are. Um, and then they'll let you start enjoying the houses early. Okay. And then everybody else comes in at six and it gets real busy. So, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So you got to get a little bit of a head start right, with right. that ticket there. Okay. Yep. Uh, and then the last one we have here is the Scare Actor. Scare Actor? Yeah. Scare Actor? Uh, dining Experience. And this is uh, Enhance Your Night of Horror. Horror with this exclusive dining experience at Louis Italian Restaurant. Enjoy special scare actor photo opportunities, a digital download of a photo taken during the dining experience, and themed dinner buffet. I I, I am not familiar with this very much. I don't know pricing, but um, this seems like something that would be interesting. <laughs> it's like you get to like have dinner with Jason. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know how appealing this is. I don't know. This like, this is one thing I haven't I haven't gone much into. Have so. you ever wanted to dine with mass murderers? Like, <laughs> have I? Seriously. Now is your chance. Anyways, so. I mean, it's like care. I mean, just like right. I what? Well, yeah, I don't. I really. Yeah, I realize yeah. It's not actual mass murderers. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Um. So those are the few add-ons or extras. Mm-hmm. We we'll get there. Um. I guess what I'd say before we we go any further. Uh. This is a very adult themed in terms of like how scary it is. So I guess if you do oh, have yeah. kids, a little warning here, because we're yeah. normally a very family friendly show, but I'm just saying we, yeah. some of the things we may talk about here could be a little uh, scary for kids. And they do say if they, they recommend, you know, being, you know, parental guidance suggested for 13 uh, under 13 is what they say. So 13 and over are probably okay, but anything younger than that, you may just, you know, at your own discretion, you know, you, right. they're not, they don't say no, like they don't restrict kids from coming in, but they judge you, but <laughs> they don't judge like, you. No, we'll but, let you in, but, but we're they, gonna totally talk about you when you leave. <laughs> they <laughs> do, kidding. they do ask that you, you know, be aware of your, your child's, you know, like, are they gonna be sensitive to some of the scary stuff? You know, are they mature enough to understand like what's going on? You know, that kind of stuff. So that's totally up to you. The youngest person that I saw, if I had to guess, it was probably like eight or nine. Really? Yeah, last night. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. And he didn't seem bothered by anything, so <laughs> he was probably fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just want to put that disclaimer there in case you're listening to this with with kids, and then that way yes. that way we're giving you a warning here in case you know. Yeah. I don't want any emails where people are like, "I didn't know you're going to talk about sorry stuff like that." So, you know. <laughs> Um, all right. So the last thing we'll talk about before we get into Jamie's experiences, there mm-hmm. are special hotel rates and packages for annual pass holders and Florida residents as well. So with an AP, the room rate for uh, this particular night at Cabana Bay, an interior two queen room was around $120. Mm-hmm. And that's with taxes and everything included. So you can get a yeah. really good discount on a room yeah. if you're going here. So this is kind of say that stay and scream kind of like thing of what they talk about here yeah yeah all right and so that'll take us to now we're going to talk about this is, this is going to be like a trip tales but in reverse it is kind of like a you're trip a tales. guest on jared's trip to- welcome to my trip tales <laughs> it's much the like horror trip it's tales. much like crypt tales oh right tales yeah. from the crypt that's what we'll, yeah that's what it is tales from the crypt yeah yeah all right now you're back now you're my mercy all right <laughs> so uh jamie's going to take us through your night Yes. How and when you got in, your tickets, how much you got done, all that stuff, et cetera. So okay. uh, I guess first off, we'll start, talk about where did you stay? Because you didn't stay okay. at home. No. So I'm assuming you stayed in a hotel. I did. Okay. I did. I left about 1 o'clock yesterday afternoon to drive up and uh, checked into Cabana Bay. Uh, my friend Rebecca was already there um, with somebody else, and, and they already checked in the night before. So they just added me to the reservation for the one night. And got my room key, um, kind of looked around the lobby a little bit and took some pictures and uh, a couple cool things they have that set up for Halloween Horror Nights, like theming. Mm -hmm. So they took the lobby bar, which is called Swizzle Lounge, and kind of transformed it into um, like a almost kind of like a pumpkin patch looking thing. This is oh, kind of cool. Okay. They had special Halloween Horror Nights like themed drinks, and which is kind of cool. And they so are they doing this at all the resorts? I don't think I don't know if it's all of them. Okay. I, I don't I don't know. I, that was I know that was the one that we had. Um, the Sizzle Lounge was was themed, and I know Cabana Bay is has been has been known to do that in the years past. Like, well, they prob- started doing it first. Yeah, I, think. I mean they're probably one of the most popular destinations for people staying to go there just because it is considered a value. Yeah. And it's but it still really has a lot of like food and drink options. Yeah. Now I know that I, I think they're the only ones that have the Universal Legends um Gallery of Monsters, Gallery of Legends thing and that's upstairs. I'm going to talk about that. So basically you can go in to the area next to the arcade and they have set up a little area with a bunch of um I'm just just a bunch of backdrops, like it's themed backdrops in this area. One one's the werewolf, one mm. is the mummy, and one is the is Dracula. So they kind of set it up okay. like that. And those are the three like monsters they are themed this year. Like it's all about those three, basically. Um, I was by myself when I did this and I did a live stream to club 32, so I couldn't take any pictures, but I showed everybody what you could do. So, um, but anyway, that's available. And then, um, they also, was it cool? It was cool. I don't know what I was expecting. I think I was expecting it to be something else. I don't know, like, like pictures or statues or something, but it was more just like just backdrops for you to take pictures on. But again, cool, cool thing. But um, I expected a little bit differently, I guess. And then um, Bayliner Diner, the quick service that's in the hotel, they had uh, late bites. So you could go and if you um, get done with Halloween Horror Nights and you come back and a lot of people are just starving. 
when they come back. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you've been there all night. So they keep the Bayliner Diner open until an hour past the end of Halloween Horror Nights. So last night it didn't end until two. Oh, geez. And um, so it was open till three. And they had stuff like, you know, like chips and and sodas and and like pizza bites and so they didn't have like a full not thing. a full menu no gotcha. no 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 just okay. a couple uh, different options but still it was nice to have that because I feel like I remember a couple years ago they didn't do that or uh, people were just like where's all this stuff how do we get some food right yeah so um, but yeah so there's that and then I did go in the store and I found a Halloween Horror Night shirt that I really liked so I got it but they had a couple of different pieces of merchandise they had like socks which is funny um cups and mugs and um a hoodie which i was like that is not appropriate for right now it is so hot you say Move that on. but i see many many youths wearing long pants and hoodies in florida down here and i just i was i, well, I was like, sticky and sweaty last i'm confused and i do see that because i'm thinking if i did that that thing would be like drenched it wouldn't even be like Oh, you look, it would just be wet with sweat. So I'm like, how are you walking around and not sweating profusely? Like, I maybe they don't have sweat glands? I don't know. Anyways, so I bet some people do get the hoodie, even though yeah, it's Florida. But yeah. I'm sure. But anyway, so just went in there and, and looked at some stuff. They didn't have very much, but they do have some Halloween Horror Nights merchandise. Okay. So. All right. So let's, then you go from the hotel, then you go. Yeah. So uh, hotel so. guests get in a special entrance. Yeah. So my plan, my plan was to get there by like 4.45. Well, I didn't make it. (laughs) Everything took a little longer than I thought. And by the time I left the room, it was 5.15, something like that. Yeah, like 5.15 maybe, maybe 5. It was close to 5. And I met up with our friend Dawn, who came to Halloween Horror Nights uh, with me and, and, uh, Rebecca and he was already in city walk, just, um, just waiting for me. And then, so we went in the hotel guest, uh, entrance, which is not in the main entrance part. So if you're walking toward universal studios park and you go to the left, like you're walking toward hard rock cafe, instead of going hard rock cafe, there's a little entrance to the right. Um, there'll be people, there's like team members standing there and it'll say hotel guests only. Hmm. Just go there. They make sure you have, you know, you're a hotel guest, kind of walk around the path. And then it takes you backstage by like the blue man group over there, like that building. Right. Yeah. Um, and then you, uh, scan your pass, scan, um, uh, your hotel ticket, make sure you're, you're all good there. And then they take you directly into your first scare house. Oh, really? Yes, I didn't know this. <laughs> I didn't know any of this beforehand, by the way. Um, Dawn actually told me. So I was like, oh, okay. So right off the bat, we did our first house, and that was Hellblock Horror. Sounds like a fun time. I will talk about all of these houses at the end. I'm just going to go through like my night. Oh, you want to go through the night, and then we'll burn And then I'll talk about okay. like how I'm, how I'm ranking these and what I feel about the houses. But that was my first house, Hellblock Horror. And, okay. and I did. we were out of there before like 520. Oh, okay. Thing officially started at six. We'd already done our first one by five twenty. It was great. So it kind of spit us out in the New York area, like Gramercy Park and everything. And we were still waiting for Rebecca and her friend um, Faith. And so we're like, okay, so we'll get some food. So we want to try some things, and we tried pepperoni pizza skulls okay. and a lacto cooler. 
I thought Cooler was Ghostbusters, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah. It was. It was. It was citrusy, limey. Was it an alcoholic drink? Uh huh. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. yep. Don so, didn't like it. Did you like it? it? I. It was okay. It was like. It tasted like an alcoholic Mountain Dew, kind of. Like oh. a, like a beer, like a Mountain Dew beer. Okay. Kind of. Those exist now. Oh well, okay. Well, it tasted kind of like they that. have like a Mountain Dew seltzers out there. Okay. Anyways. Well, that was twelve twenty-five, okay. and again, this booth is right outside of the Mummy. Um, if you were in Gramercy Park area, and um, the pepperoni pizza skull. Let me explain this. So, it looks like a skull. Obviously, as it's called a skull. <laughs> One might but, get, <laughs> take a guess there. <laughs> but the skull is like the, basically the crust of the pizza, and the inside is cheese and pepperoni. And then on the bottom of the bowl that you're given is pizza sauce. So you're supposed to like dip the skull. So there's no sauce inside of it? There's no, like, if there was, it was very little. Okay. Um, you dip the skull into the, the bowl to eat it. Mm-hmm. Um, this was weird. And the, when I say weird, it, it it tastes like somebody just just took a piece of pizza, like mm-hmm. a sliced pizza, and just crumbled it into a ball mm-hmm. and then threw it into the oven. Right. And then just like it just it just kind of tasted like a mess. Not a lot of cheese. Well, I saw your video. It looked really hollow. It did. It was a little hollow. I was expecting a little bit more to it in the middle. Yeah. Like I would assume I was assuming like, oh, that thing would be full of like cheese and meat and stuff. But yeah, it was kind of rather not as much. I will say I I was appreciative of the fact that the skull actually looked like a skull because I saw a couple people like on the first night. Mm-hmm. of the Halloween Horror Nights posting pictures of it and they look it looked deformed. <laughs> so this one ours looked good. So I was They've happy about practicing. that. Right. I was happy about that. And then after that, well, we're still waiting, we decided to go into the tribute store, which is right next to the mummy, um, across from Jimmy Fallon. And for people that don't know the tribute store is a store that they constantly retheme about every quarter, roughly. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll change the thing. So recently it was themed after for the summer, like 80s movies kind of. So you went It was in, retro universal. Yeah. So you go in there and it was like, it looked like you're walking into a, a movie theater in the 80s and you had different, like a Back to the Future room, a ET room, a Jaws room. Yep. So each, there's different rooms that all have merchandise you can buy, but they're all very well themed. Yeah. Uh, so this one obviously was themed after, for they do this every year for Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. It was a it was a cool store. I didn't like it as much as the as the retro one. Well, you love Back to the Future. So. This is very true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was had the, each room was themed differently, and and there was a there's a section though as you're walking through into the last room that um, the hallway is full of like tomb like tombstones like in a cemetery like you know how people oh, are like yeah. in the wall mm-hmm. and they had like uh, I guess you could buy it. If you were, if a guest could buy their picture and like what you want to say on it. So it had a bunch of guests that had previously bought their tombstones or graves or whatever they oh, okay. were. I was like, this is interesting. There were a lot of them. So I, I wasn't like trying to, I wasn't trying to look for anybody. And they have, they also have like snacks in here that are always themed. So they the, had snacks. Did they okay. have the jiggling skull? Like, didn't they have in the past where they like moved? Okay. So when we walked through this, this was not open. Oh, really? All the snacks, the the doors, they have like doors that open and you can mm-hmm. see the snacks. Everything was closed. Nothing. I couldn't see anything. Oh, okay. So all the snacks that were uh, that were offered did not were not available till six. 
Gotcha. We went in too okay. early. So well, that's I know, okay. I know in other times they've had these, they look like jello skulls that yeah. some, I don't know what they have in them, but they move on their own. It's kind of unsettling. Yeah. I don't know what it is they put in there to do it. I there don't was something, remember. somebody told me one time and it was like, oh, but yeah, they move on their own, which is mm-hmm. strange, but. Yeah, I'm sure they had those, yeah. but again, I couldn't see them. Yeah, so, okay. Um, but yeah, uh, some cool merchandise stuff in there. All right. Uh, so you left the tribute store. Did you get anything in the tribute store? No, didn't get anything in the tribute store. Nope. By the time we got out, um, they were almost um, to us, and we, we kind of met them over by the first uh, scare zone. Okay. So what was the what was that scare zone? Is there different types of scare zones? Different ones? There are five. Okay. That's there what are five scare zones. And um, the scares, there's, the scare zones are, there's just small areas, basically small walkthrough areas. Sorry to say that might be confusing um, people. So you have the scare houses. Yes. That you actually go into. Then the scare zones are like parts of the park that you're just walking through. Right. That they also have actors and people doing things that like they might jump out and scare you and do things there too right right so the first one like by the entrance where we met the girls was uh the horrors of halloween is what it was and this is the pumpkin lord the spirit of halloween has taken over this year's event summoning hordes of fiendish creatures terror has taken root it's basically what the get it because pumpkins have roots I got it. Mm-hmm. And he every, there's a actual a, a, an actor, scare actor in a giant pumpkin. And he comes out and he says, I am the pumpkin lord. Which is pretty sweet. Okay. It was pretty cool looking, actually. Okay. And every once in a while, he would say something. I, I can never understand him because his voice was really deep. But it was it was pretty cool. Um, so after that, we did our first, or I'm sorry, we did our second house, which was Halloween. And uh, that was where we went in where Jimmy Fallon is to get to that one and then we decided we needed more food and more drinks as one does <laughs> as it does so but now it's like it's like 6 15 i mean we're just kind of going at our own little pace so um the second thing we got for food wise was the fiery tater twist with a queso okay and this is a tater twist with a flaming hot cheeto dust ghost pepper and queso oh ghost pepper for 9.99 did you like this? So hot. I was say ghost pepper is pretty hot. Okay. I, and you're not you're not a big like no. spicy person. Thing is, it was good, but it was too hot for me. I couldn't do it. Okay. I couldn't do it. But it was good. I mean, it was good. It yeah. was. I mean, like the hair twists are really good. Um, Rebecca got one, the one with the, the the hot dog in the middle with the with the chili on like around it. Mm-hmm. That was good. That was like fifteen dollars because of the hot dog part, but well, that one may not burn there, but it'll burn later with the heartburn. Right. <laughs> so either different way, different kind of burn. Different burn. Different kind of both burn. Both will get you. <laughs> um, and then I also got a pumpkin ginger snap punch, which is one of the drinks that I wanted to try. And this is Myers dark rum, pumpkin puree, ginger and cinnamon syrup, lemon juice, orange juice, pimento bitters and i got this in a souvenir cup and if you get a souvenir cup it says halloween horror nights on the outside and it has a like a little light up thing on the bottom which mm-hmm. made me feel very fancy i like that no like oh she's got a souvenir cup i do okay. and you can use that souvenir cup to get other drinks around the festival and refills are only like 10 or 11 dollars deal versus 15 i mean it so. is i mean 10 dollars isn't cheap for a drink but it's cheaper True. Than what it normally is. So, yeah. It's true. Yeah. Um, I really liked this. Okay. I was going to say, this sounds uh-huh. like it'd be up your alley. You're very much 
when it comes to your liquors, you like, yeah. as you said on the the show, you like your rums. I like my and rums. And the juices. And I like the, the, you have the tequila, the rum, the juices. Yep. You sure it's do. Got all, it didn't have the tequila, but it's got the juices it's in the rum. It's got the juices. Mm-hmm. So the pumpkin flavor was pretty strong, which is okay. Um, but the, the, the amount of rum that was in it was perfect for me. It may have been too sweet for other people, but it was perfect for me. Okay. Like I could taste it, but it wasn't overpowering, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, sweet drink, but I give it a nine out of 10. Oh, wow. Okay. It was good. Well, there you go. All right. So <laughs> then after that, did you go into, did you go directly into another house? We did. So uh, the next house we did was Dead Man's Pier, Winter's Wake. And then right after that, we went to our fourth house, the Fiesta de Chupacabras. And both those entrances were right next to the tribute store. And that back, like if you were to keep going near that library, like New York mm-hmm. library. Okay. Yeah. It was back there. So there's five houses right in the front of the park. Uh, there's one that I haven't talked about yet. But um, so we did four of the five houses already in the front by like 715, 730. Okay. So we had done all those. Um, then we decided we need to get out of the, fr- the front of the park. We went through another scare zone. Now, this scare zone was pretty cool. Um, it was the Sweet Revenge. And this was the sweets from Major Sweets Candy Company have turned children into crazed killers. This Halloween's all trick, no treat, and total mayhem. See, this is why I hate horror stuff. I know. I this know. is one re- like this literally sounds like. But it wasn't like it wasn't. <laughs> there was no kids there. Oh, I'd hope not. No, it was like it was like shorter, basically shorter adults, but they were all in costumes. Yeah, like they were trick or treating, but then they had you know gone. The the candy had made them go on a murder spree. Apparently, it was really weird. But anyway, so they're just walking around like confused and it's so it's so weird and then you have like the the judge that's trying to judge the costumes for the kids and you have the person that like works at this this the candy shop and she's walking around with like a like a little gleam in her oh sinister see the thing is like sinister you guys were all telling me like oh you need to do this next year like things like this do not make me feel like i want to go do this because i look at that and i'm like i hate this genre so much okay so it's not real jerry <laughs> i know it's not real yeah. i obviously know it's not real but still, nonetheless, I just well, yeah. Anyway, anyways, that, that you, you told me about that one, and I'm like, why would anybody want this? Like, why would they think of this? I'm like, right. anyway, anyway, not my thing. Anyways, we're not here to talk about that. Um, right, right. Yes. Yeah, so I guess we should say, did we mention that you did have Express Pass? I should mention that. Yes, I don't know I if you did, did or not. I, I, I didn't mention it. Yes, we had Express Pass. Um, the first house we went through, we did not use it because it was literally nobody in line. So we just walked through it. Mm-hmm. Um, the The next three, though, that we went through was starting to get busier. Like wait times were getting up to we're probably about 35, 45 minutes at this point. So, so how uh, we'll, we can talk about. So we'll save that to the end. We'll talk. We'll go through okay. your night and then we'll talk about some of the wait times with the express pass. But okay. I just wanted to mention in here, because I didn't think we said it, that yeah. you did have the express pass. I did. And then we'll talk about whether or not it's worth it. At okay. The end for that. Sounds so, great. All right. So uh, we went through Sweet Revenge Scare house, or scare Zone. Uh, we stopped at that. Um, it was like the meats, meat place where it has like everything that looks like, it looks like raw meat, like, like a heart. That's a gummy heart. Mm-hmm. There's like princess brains, but it's like a Rice Krispie treat. Of course. There's <laughs> stuff like that is it's very off-putting obviously yes. obviously um and then who, who um, would not want 
princess brains. But two people in our group got drinks. Like one, she what, she got a Bloody Mary. <laughs> Very fitting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I forget. I think he just got a beer. But we just walked through that real quick. And then we went to another a place to get a drink. We went to the, the weekend after hours bar. Now, is this the weekend as in terms of the artist? That is. That is, that is who I'm talking about. Okay. Um, so this was set up right in front of the water, the the fountains across from Transformers. Okay. That big... Was Optimus out there? No. Did he go, Jamie? No. <laughs> in fact, he didn't. They he should wasn't have, there. I feel like he was, well, I mean, his big giant thing was up top <clears throat> of his ride, right? Oh, oh, yes. That ride had a five-minute wait, by the way. I'm just, I always feel like they should have that thing talk out there and freak people out. Like if they, you know how they do the ET thing where he says the names, mm, but it says yes. Jamie, like that weird thing. But right. the child was like, Jamie, join me, and you're like, what in the? I would. Any anyway, I would join him. <laughs> we're talking about. I know, but you said so, Transformers. I did. So it's right across from Transformers, and it's it's. I mean, it's a big bar. I mean, it, it, it wasn't. I think we waited like a minute. Before Is this the we same place it. they had the booth for like the? Uh, like the one time we got the corn there that you were using that area mm-hmm. okay yes the yeah. same area gotcha um so we got the save your tears drink okay as in save your tears for another day is that a song of his yes uh-huh. oh, okay i'm not i'm not so, up with the hip lingo of the songs Sorry. <laughs> so i wanted to get this for don because don is he he's a bourbon drinker like jared is and this has Old Forester bourbon, peach brandy, lemon juice, agave nectar, bitters, and peach bursting boba. Okay, I just want to make a prediction. He did not like this. Oh, in case you're wondering, Don, I'm friends with Don as well. That it makes it seem like that we, <laughs> we drink bourbon together often. So this is why I'm right. saying I don't think he probably liked this. I haven't talked to him, but I'm assuming he didn't like this. He did not like this. Okay. No. Um, was it too sweet? It was way too sweet for gotcha. him. Okay. He couldn't stand it. And he took one drink. He was like, no, you can have it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I, I, on the other hand, thought it was delicious. Oh, if you liked it, it didn't have much bourbon in it. It did then. not have much bourbon okay. at all. No. Okay. Um, so if you're not a sweet drinker, this is not for you. Okay. That makes sense. So I saw all those because basically, when it comes to if you really like bourbon, it's like you have bourbon and like maybe one or two other things. Once you start adding like six different ingredients, I'm like, there's not much bourbon in that thing. Mm-mm. Okay, Mm-mm. I bet it, it was probably good. It just wasn't very strong. It was. I mean, like, like I said, I'm like it was a little. But I could taste a little bit of it, but it was just mostly sweet. But I like the boba. I like the boba balls. You there. do like the boba balls. I do. Um, and this was the price of the refill for this one was like. I think it was a little more. It was like 12, 12 something, 12.49. Okay. So after that, we went into, we went through the Scarecrow uh, Scare Zone, which Scarecrow cursed soil, and that was it. At an abandoned farm, Scarecrows have risen from the crust of the earth to hunt you and seek revenge. They'll harvest your screams. Why are they seeking revenge? I don't know. A lot of a lot of these characters, a lot of these people in these houses are seeking revenge. But how would a Scarecrow... Like- they never were sentient, were they? <laughs> they are now. Are they implying that scarecrows they were sentient now. and then they were forced to sit in fields? They are now, Jared. I mean, in that case, they yeah, I'd want revenge. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying. So anyway, we went through that scare zone and then on to the, um, the fifth house, which is the weekend after hours nightmare. Okay. I do want to talk about this because I'm so confused by his... I will, I will discuss this house. Yeah, like yes, his like involvement in Halloween Horror Nights. Yes, yeah. I will. I will discuss this. Okay. Yes. Uh, okay. And then right next to it, we had to go back out and then 
back in because everything takes forever. Oh, side note here. We walked uh, 22,000 steps last night. That's a lot of steps. My feet were dying. I mean, like we literally walked like almost 10 miles <laughs> just with these scare houses because these queues are set up like so you can see the beginning of the queue in the park, but like you're going behind the scenes and it takes you, oh, it just winds and winds and winds. So, I mean, most of the queues were like half a mile long. That's, <laughs> so, a long, that's a long queue. It's a long queue. I'm just saying. So just get your walking shoes. Make sure you have comfy shoes because dang. Yeah. Okay. We, we were all really, we were dying after a while. But um, so anyway, we went to the sixth house, which was Universal Monsters Legends Collide. And then we came out and the ghoulish a Halloween tale show was going on on the water, in the fountains. Mm-hmm. And we only caught like the last like seven minutes of it. Um, but it was the it was the weekend part of the of the song because they were I think they were just showcasing like the houses and stuff that were a part of the of the event this year. Right. And then um, it was a kind of a cool show though. I would recommend anybody seeing this ghoulish a Halloween tale uh, to stop here and and enjoy it for a little bit. And there's only set times that it was playing every night, um, but I, I enjoyed it. So at this point, what time is it? Uh, let me see. It is uh nine. Nine. No, it started at nine. So this was about nine twenty. Nine twenty. Okay. Yes. Okay. I just want to give an idea of where we're at in the night here. Yes. So yeah. Okay. It was like about a 15, 20 minute show, and this was about nine twenty when it was over. So after that, we went on to our next house, which was Descendants Destruction. This is house number seven. Okay. And then we immediately went to the eighth house, Bugs Eaten Alive. <laughs> okay. And uh, <laughs> and then we were like, we need to take a break. We need to sit down because we had hardly sat all night. And this again, this was by this time it was like 10, mm, 10, yeah. Okay. 10 ish. And so we kind of just sat, had a little bit of a water break. And then we're like, okay, we got two more houses to go let's just power through this so right so we didn't really want to get any more food or any more drinks we're just like we're gonna get through these houses because that was the that was the goal right Mm -hmm. so we we're gonna do the um the show that was in the fear factor um arena the halloween nightmare fuel wildfire Um, but the show times did not work out for what we were doing or where we would be and it's kind of all the way over there so it's like if you're not over there at the right time then it's it's such a trek our feet hurt so yeah we were not into I it understand okay <laughs> so we didn't get to see that show um uh, but so we went on into the eighth or i'm sorry the ninth house which was the horrors of blum house and there's actually two little houses together because it's the same, like Blumhouse is like the same property, the IP. So there's Freaky and then there's Black Phone. So it's two different stories, if that makes sense. You might as well be speaking uh, Mandarin to me. Gibberish. But I believe okay, you. Great. Okay, great. This know. was in Supercharged. This is behind Supercharged. Was it family? It was family. Um, and we had to go through another scare zone to get there. And uh, that scare zone was the Conjure the Dark. 
Conjure the Dark. And this was on the first All Hallows Eve, an evil sorceress called for called forth monstrosities from dark dimensions. Now your blood will fuel them. And this one's kind of cool because <laughs> <laughs> what? Your blood will fuel them. That's right. Now there's a this one's kind of cool because there's actually a little stage set up mm-hmm. and she does this whole spell. Like there's actually like a witch up there. And she like does a little spell and like she's got like um like a guard monster person, like helping her do it and it's like a whole show thing it's kind of cool interesting it's kind of cool okay yeah um so yeah we had to go through that and then we did the blumhouse ones and then we uh booked it over to spirits of the coven and that was the last house we had to do for the night and so we were done with all of the houses and pretty much done with the event by 11 Okay. And we ended up leaving until about 11.30, 11.45, because we were waiting for everybody, uh, the rest of our party to get done with their last house because they, you know, they had, they were one house behind. Mm-hmm. And then we had to get some food before we were headed out. But um, we got everything done, you know, in a, in a good amount of time. And we went at a good pace. And It sounds like it. It okay. was very, very tiring. So it's a lot of stuff to get done in yeah. a, how many hours, like a, so we did our but we did our first house at like five so about five yeah so we averaged about one and a half houses an hour okay right that's about right right? somewhere around there okay so but like we did stop to get food we stopped to get drinks we just kind of we went really like at a really really good pace okay so all right well let's start now that was your how your night went how you know give you an idea of yeah everything got done everything like that so let's go back and talk about the Houses. Actual houses? Okay. That's probably what some people are interested in. Okay. So let's talk about the houses. And uh, we'll go through. So we're not going to talk about each individual one because, A, that's a lot of houses. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we'll talk about, you know, some specifics and which ones are your favorites and all that stuff like that. So um, first one I have, which house was the best themed? So the standout theming of the scare houses this year was definitely Dead Man's Pier. The Winter's Wake. This was this was such a cool house in that it was not that it was like super scary, but the 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 set pieces were very elaborate. It was, it was literally like you're entering a fishing village, mm-hmm. and it felt like you were like for sure in the middle of it. The scare actors were good. Um, it definitely told like a story and the the whole synopsis here is that a new england fishing village undead uh fishermen emerge from the waves to seek their revenge you and your scream squad may have escaped their hooks in the scare zone now they'll reel you in and drag you under and what they're talking about here is their hooks in the scare zone is that this is a sequel to a 2016 scare zone Hmm. so they just took the story from that years ago and then made it into a house. Okay. So it was like, this an interesting kind of concept, but um, yeah, like it looks like you're entering this village and like, like you're, it's unsteady, like you're on a steady, unsteady boat and there's, it's like multi-plane house. Like you, you go out in the open and you see like a girl standing on the house, like she's going to jump off and like, it's, oh. it was, it was crazy. It was, and it almost, <laughs> it almost kind of looked like Davy Jones. And his and his crew from Pirates of the Caribbean, oh, okay. like growing like seaweed and oh, you know things yeah. like that. Like there's a couple of characters that look like that, but that was definitely the best themed. 
Okay. Yes. Uh, all right. Let's talk about the which house was the scariest house. Okay. The scariest house for me was definitely the first one we did, which was the Hellbalk Horror, because there are two places in this house where it is pitch black and you have no idea where you're going. And that was the scariest part for me. If I know it's kind of where I'm supposed to like go through the house, it's fine. But even Don was like, it's too dark. I don't know where I'm going. And that's when I get scared like someone's going to jump out and scare me because I can't even see them see, coming. Yeah. So that freaked me out so bad. And being the first house, I hadn't really like acclimated to the to the jumps yet. You know right, what I mean? Like right. I wasn't I wasn't fully there yet. So for that reason, that was the scariest one just for me. I mean, in general, like I would say <sighs> I would say another really scary one was probably the Legends Collide one. Okay. The mummy and the Wolfman and the Dracula, the three monsters, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, they're all looking for an amulet um, to try to, like, secure their power or whatever. So um, that was kind of cool. And that was all set, like, in the mummy era. Okay. Kinda, it was kind of cool. Okay. I like that one. That was kind of scary. See, that that kind of thing, like, walking in the darkness makes me think, like, that's when I would be punchy. <laughs> Like, I'm just thinking yeah. in my head, I'm like, that's whenever, like, I'd just be walking around and I would, the only thing I would think that, like I was telling you, if I ever were to do this and go in the scare houses, I would literally have to just put my hands in my pockets <laughs> and just walk around and just, ho- yeah. Yeah, just do that and just probably just grunt and when they pop out or something. Cause, yeah. Because that house might be the worst one. Because the other ones, I mean, you probably can kind of maybe see oh, where yeah. the scares are. So, like, if you know yeah. it's coming, like, okay, fine. But it's like, if it was just... <laughs> but there are two places that were just pitch black. Right. And we had, unfortunately, uh, well, I don't know if this is fortunate or unfortunate, but they, it was so dead at that time. There was nobody in front of us and nobody behind us. So you us. had no idea where So we coming. felt very alone as well. And I was like, oh, this is really scary. Yeah. <laughs> and that was my first one. So, yeah. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, which house told the best story? So we've got best theme, but what was scariest? What is the one that told the best story? I'm going to go with the Halloween house. Okay. Because it's basically taking you into the movie. Like it, it tells the story of the movie in the, in this in this house. Oh, okay. So, it, you know, it goes through the whole thing with Mike Myers and, you know, and like, um, what's her name? Linda? I think her name is Linda. Oh, that's Mike and, Myers. I've um, never seen this movie. And like... Okay, well, it's a good one. I didn't realize that was a Michael Myers movie. Sorry. The 1978 one. Have you seen this movie? I've seen, well, it's been a long time, but yeah. Um, So it takes you through the house and all the scenes and everything. And I mean, he jumps out a bunch and it's a a person, you know, it's a real person. That's why it's scary too, because Mm -hmm. anyway, um, so a couple cool things about this house that told a good story, but you come into the, this open part of the, of the, I'm going to, it's a soundstage. It's a soundstage where we are, and uh, it's a it's a house. It's like the front of a house. Mm-hmm. It's huge, and I was like, oh, it's like we're going into the house. Yeah, this is really cool. Oh, okay, like um, like well, a white picket fence house. Well, and I think from from reading about this a lot, the th- the reason why they do the back behind the scenes tours of these is like these are really well done houses. I, I mean, people talk about yeah. it all the time with Halloween Hornets, how well themed these houses are, and how much detail there is. So I think that's one reason why people want to see it because it just it does look. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, outside of just being scary, there are people will say like, oh yeah, the theming and the details are like insane when it comes to these houses. So. Yeah. And then the other part I will say about the Halloween house at the very end, there's a cool mirror illusion thing that I won't describe in case people want to do this, but it was very scary. 
Like about yourself? No. Oh. No. Michael? Uh-huh. Oh. Just, that's it. That's all. That's all you get. Okay. <laughs> it's just real scary. I really want to do it. <laughs> you know, I'm just talking to people that are listening to you. I know. I okay. Know. Okay. All right. Uh, which house was the most entertaining? Oh, The weekend After Hours Nightmare, hands down. Hands down. I Halfway through the house, I was just dancing because it's, his music is playing through the whole thing. And it's basically like... It's almost like, okay, in the very beginning when you first walk in, it's like a, he's in a, um electric chair. Okay. The and week, the weekend? The is? actual weekend. Yep. He was there. Yep. He was in there. Oh. He's got some free time on his hands. Okay. He's got some free time. Gotcha. So like it goes through, it goes through all these scenes. So the first thing is like, you're in a club dancing, but then like he gets like his, his, his head sliced off. And then the next couple of scenes, it's like his head is just different things. It's very strange. <laughs> like it's just so weird. I don't even know. But I it wasn't even scary to me. Like it really wasn't. It was just like we we're going through in the music. I didn't we were just dancing. Okay. <laughs> just like it was just fun. Um okay. so I would definitely call that the most entertaining. Uh follow up question. Yeah. Um uh, I I vaguely know who the weekend is. Mm-hmm. I think he spells it without an E on there. It's weekend. I think technically. No, he doesn't. It's the weekend. I thought there was no E in there. Like after the week, it was just week and then N D. Oh, is there? I don't know. I about don't know. That. Maybe. Anyway, uh, <laughs> if there my, is, I don't my know. follow-up question is: um, Why is he involved in this? So um, he did a couple of um, like shorts, like like videos about um, that were kind of like horror-ish, mm-hmm. and I think that's probably why he's involved i think he just honestly he probably just wanted to do it okay if I'm i was honest. when i heard about it he was like really involved with it i was like okay yeah because like it says on here it says persian enter the mind the macabre mind of the weekend you're right there's no e in there okay in this haunted house as he stalks your squad through the surreal nightmare of his after hours music a slasher carving a smile at the otherworldly rave, bandage maniacs performing extreme plastic surgery, a grotesque mannequin masquerade. His nightmare is now yours. Hmm. So, like, you had a bunch of scare actors in there in, like, his red suit that he has just popping out with different heads or bandaged face, weird, weird mouth. It was crazy. Okay. It was it was it was crazy. I kind of walked out going, I don't know what I just saw, but I have to say, if they were I like, danced. Jared, we're gonna theme a haunted house after you, like, great, cut my head off right at the beginning, just off. <laughs> like, are you sure? Yeah, totally. got it. Do it. <laughs> all right. Well, anyways, all right. Because I literally, I I saw the weekend as part of this. I'm like, why yeah. is he involved? In this? I'm assuming yeah. as well. I don't know this, but I'm assuming he's probably a universal music artist. That I don't know, but I I'm would, guessing. I would assume. Yeah, they were playing his videos on the the big theater, um, right okay. uh, right in front then of I'm Riverside. Sure he probably is then. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, so let's go to the next uh, question here, which is, uh, which house was the most confusing house? That would be Spirits of the Coven. And why was it confusing? So I was excited about this one, and it was because of the way what it was themed. So it was themed to like a 1920s speakeasy. Oh, okay, I like so that. So you're walking in, it's like, what's the password? And there's no scares at first. Like, nobody's jumping out at you. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this is already different. Was this the is- scare that alcohol was made illegal? They were like, oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> but, like, immediately you walk in this, like, this bar area, and mm-hmm. you can tell, like, the people there have there's something wrong with them. 
they've been possessed or something. Oh. And so you keep going through these these uh, rooms of the speakeasy and like they're, you know, like killing people or they're, you know, doing uh, all these bad things. As they do. Yeah. Like the waiter or the bartender, or the people that are there. Anyway, so it's like you're going farther like underneath the speakeasy because then it gets like very like cellar looking. Because you wouldn't just leave the speakeasy at this point. You would keep going deeper into it. Absolutely. Right. You're like, right? wow, that bartender looks possessed. <laughs> Let's go. You And you get farther down, you realize there's witches down there. Oh. Like conjuring spells. Oh. And I don't know why they are conjuring spells, but um, that's, the, that's the impression that I got, that that was what it was about. Maybe they were but conjuring spells because they wanted alcohol, and it was illegal. I... <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I don't, I don't think so. But okay. it was just, it was just. Was it confusing because you weren't sure what the story was? At first, I was like, "What's happening?" And then right. I kind of had to like go back and be like, "Okay, so tell me what's going." So on. So when you go into these houses, do they give you any backstory? You just go straight into them, and then they like they're you're just as you go through it, you're like experiencing the story. Do they give you any sort of background before you? Um, like, is there any like videos playing while you're in line or anything? Oh no. Okay. No, I mean, unless you read like the the title, like the like that big poster in mm. front of like with the wait times, um, it may give you like a little synopsis, if it, if that. Um, or but on there's the website, no, but... there's no, yeah, but there's no like, there's none of that. You just kind of have to go through it and okay, and learn. As far as I know, okay. Um, but yeah, so yeah, they just want to turn you into witch's brew, apparently. So that was a confusing one for me. Dang witches. Right. <laughs> uh, was there a house that was like a disappointment that you didn't like? Or you thought you were going to like and you didn't like it? Uh-huh. The, the bugs eaten alive. Oh, yeah. How was that? So I liked the setting of this one. This was like 1950s. Okay. And it was supposed to be like there's this new formula spray that you can use to get rid of the bugs in your house like a um, – not an exterminator, but just kind of like a, a spray thing you put in like the air conditioner or whatever. Okay. And apparently the formula is all wrong. Uh-oh. Something bad happens, right? And it basically makes makes the, the bugs multiply and like mutate. And then, again, revenge. They get revenge. And they start infecting people, killing people. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was funny. So when you first walk in, you see a, a woman in like a 1950s like dress and like in her living room and she's like talking. And then she looks at the, the air vent and it starts smoking and then it sparks. And then she starts screaming, like does this like, like screams like three times. Then it goes dark. The scene resets and then she does the whole thing again. So she does the scene, the same scene. Like it takes like maybe fifteen seconds, maybe less than that, and then just does it like and over and over and over again for the people that are walking through. Oh. Okay. And so, and because we were walking slow enough, I got to see her do it mm-hmm. like two and a half times. I'm like, oh man, that's <laughs> that's interesting. Um. So anyway, it gave you an idea of like what's going on. It's like you're going through this 1950s house and you see an exterminator, like an exterminator with like boils on his face, like these, these spiders, these bugs, these roaches are just taking over. Mm-hmm. Um, so the only movement as far as bugs were fake or obviously, obviously they're fake. <laughs> Not just mainly fake, but like there are screens, like, like TV screens of uh-huh. bugs crawling Oh, okay. okay. So anything that you see on the walls, they were stationary. 
They oh, didn't okay. move. There was no effect that showed that they were moving or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that didn't scare me like at all. At the very end, there was a gi- <laughs> there was like a giant bug, like life si- like man sized bug, mm-hmm. someone in a bug suit. And I looked and it was like, yeah, that's not scary. <laughs> I just kept going. And so like man um, spider, man spider. Um, yeah. So that was the most disappointing. I mean, I liked the set in the 50s setting, but the, the whole bug thing just didn't, it didn't do much for me. So. Okay. And then the last one here is which house was your favorite house? So my, my favorite house is a tie between Halloween and dead man's pier. Because I like theming and like story. So, I mean, that was, that was my two in those categories. Um, yeah, either one is going to be a tie for me. Probably probably Dead Man's Pier just because the theming was so good and so unique. But some of the stuff that, that I saw on Halloween and like just it was it was scarier than Dead Man's Pier to me. So maybe that's why I think it's better. But anyway, I, Halloween and Dead Man's Pier. My number one, my number one, number two. I don't know which what the order is. Okay. Well, there you go. Okay. I didn't really know about Blumhouse. I didn't really care about it. That was one I didn't rank at all. Yeah. The destruction, the Descendants destruction, was about mutants taking over New York. I didn't. That one was just kind of like meh. Happens all the time, anyway. Yeah. Um. Let's see, we talked about Legends Collide. It was okay. Oh, the Fiesta did Chip- Chipacabras. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that one at all. <laughs> Okay. So anyway, I had a great time. All right. So how was it? How was it overall? Overall, great experience. Um, second year going, I'll probably end up going every year just because it's, I mean, I just go once a year. I'm not, I'm not like a frequent Halloween Horror Nights person. I'm just going to go once right. a year to check it out. Um, but I, I had a really good time and, you know, everyone that we went with was, they were having fun too. And so like, you know, I feel like this good. is an event that is, I mean, not that you can't like enjoy it on your own, but like if you go in a group, it might be more fun just because like if you go to a haunted house with f- more, you know, friends, it's kind of more fun to be, you know, scared together. Oh, maybe. for sure. And we yeah. took turns of who went first or who was in the middle, who was in the back. Don didn't go first every he single time. He went first most of the time oh, okay. because he didn't, he didn't care. <laughs> I, was, I think Don half the time because he was going through and being like, that's not that scary. And he literally, and I talk, told this to Jared, I mean, he just doesn't scare easily. He was just going through the house going, hey. <laughs> oh, I see you. That's scary. I can see him. Doing What's this. up? <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. This character's so. just like this guy's ruining it for all of us. <laughs> um, but yeah, so had a good time. All right, well, good. Um, I guess the next question would be: you know, you said you had a good time. You go back next year. Do you think Express Pass is needed and slash worth it? This is the million dollar question I get all the time. Um, so it depends. So if you're if your goal is to just do everything in one night, you know, if you don't want to have to worry about waiting in a bunch of lines and you just want to go 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 and get everything done, yep, totally worth it. Yeah. I mean, it was $120 for the express pass on top of the 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 um the ticket. So it is not like it's cheap. Um but the lines for last night were very long. I mean, see it- 90 minutes was, I don't know if that was the longest. I think it, one of them got to up to 100. I think Halloween and the weekend 
got up to 100 minutes. And someone said that they were waiting in line for like double what it was posted because oh, wow. the Express kept coming through, RIP tourists kept coming through, and just it just slows it down. Um, even Dawn said last year without the Express Pass, they got three houses done. So it's hard to say he had said last year, and I know I've heard from multiple people that like without the Express Pass, you might get three to four houses done. Yeah. In a, in a night. And I know if I didn't have the Express Pass, I would have been worried about like just, okay, we got to do this. We got to do this. Like being like in a rush to get everything done right. and not really enjoying it. And I feel like with the Express Pass, we were able to really take our time. We didn't have to rush to do anything because we know we could just hop in the Express line and then go through it. The longest we waited was for El Chupacabra, I think. And that was like 25 minutes. Okay. I was about to ask that question. That was the longest was we the waited. most time? Like five, 10 minutes? Oh, usually. Yeah. 10 minutes was usually the okay. max. See, and it's interesting. I, I I knew somebody that went like last week and they said they didn't have Express Pass and it wasn't busy. And they wrote, so mm-hmm. it's it's been inconsistent this year in terms of, you know, some nights obviously are busier than others. Mm-hmm. But I have heard multiple times that, yeah, like Express Pass is, while pricey, you know, if you want to do all the houses in one night, it's almost something that you, you need in most cases. Well, I did find out that last night was one of the nights that team members could bring their family and friends with their with their team member ticket things. Oh, really? Which makes it always makes it busier. Uh, okay. Yeah, and that happened last year too. <laughs> and it could I could see that because it's a Sunday night as well. Yeah. Like it's not a, they do yeah. that on nights that maybe anticipating being as busy. Well, it made it busy. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm just saying. Okay. Um but yeah, definitely worth it if you want to get as much done as you can without waiting too long. Okay. Sure. Well, I feel like that was a pretty in-depth review of it all. Is there anything else you want to add about it? I feel like I did a good job, right? Yeah, you did good. I wanted to do this as quickly as possible because I was like, I'm going to forget everything because <laughs> I was it was it was so fast. Everything was just so fast walking through the houses. You right. don't have time to absorb anything, and I'm just like, I got to just take mental pictures in my brain, and I tried hard. So, um, I mean, I felt like I was there some of the times. Oh yeah. Last thing I'll add, I forgot to add this. There are six rides that are open during Halloween Horror Nights. Okay. Rib Red Rocket, Transformers, um, Green Go- Escape to Gringotts, um, The Mummy, Men in Black, and one more, and I don't remember, maybe Simpsons? It's whatever the rides, like the major rides that aren't encumbered by the haunted houses, by the scare houses. Okay. So like Jimmy Fallon, they use that queue to walk through to right. haunted houses, you know. So do they have so. any overlays or anything special on the rides? There's some normal rides? No, it's just normal rides. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. nothing, nothing special. So, all right. Well, anything else you want to add? That was it. I, I think I'm good. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, thank you for sharing your experience. Thank you. Um, I guess I've been told by you and everybody else that went that I need to go next year. We will see. I feel like my fear is if I go, you guys are gonna be like, I wish Jared didn't go because I literally don't like this genre, and I would just be a like. I, I would probably, I, I have a feeling if I win, I'd go to like two houses and be like, I'm just going to go hang out, eat some food, and drink some drinks. You can go find me on a park bench. <laughs> I mean, it's whatever you want to do, I but know. you're not going to, you're not going to bring me down. I'm going to have a fu- I'm going to have a good time. That's all. We'll see. I mean, I guess the, the antidote to that would be enough. Uh, certain beverages might make you where you just don't care as much. I don't know. Anyways. Or make you extra punchy. And I don't want you to be extra punchy. I don't care. Yeah. Again, I may just have to put, I'll just have to be sure to like wear deep pockets and just put the hands in there going through houses maybe. But we'll see. Maybe next year I will go and hopefully 
you're not reading a story about <laughs> podcaster punches people <laughs> kicked out of Universal. <laughs> like, I knew it was going to happen, and I went anyways. Dang it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that'll do it for the show. Like, So we're just going to talk about this uh, this today. And uh, yeah, I think it was a thorough review. Thank you for Thank going. You. Thank you for all your hard work. Well, thank you. Your investigative reporting. Investigative reporting, indeed. Yeah. Uh, so, like I said, the next episode will be one we're going to talk all about Epic Universe. So, we haven't done one on really what's coming. We'll talk about everything we know of uh, and kind of give a scope of that. Because I think a lot of people don't know, like they've heard it, but they don't really know a lot of details about it. And I think some of the details will be very surprising to some people and comparing it to certain other theme parks in terms of size and things so mm-hmm. i think that could be an interesting conversation uh in the meantime as well if you want to check out some other shows on the capture magic network uh you can check out our capture the magic main show where we talk about D- uh, disney world and that is once a month on or not excuse me once a week on thursdays and jamie has trip tales which is twice a month that's her trip report show and uh that is next one's coming out next week yes it should be coming out on monday okay monday and uh, we also have Outside the Bubble. Where we talk about, it's a monthly show where we talk about uh, you know things outside of Disney World and Universal Studios. So we do that once a month, just random things there. Uh, if you're going to be in the central Orlando area, you might find some extra things to, to go do on your trip. Mm-hmm. And if you want even more content from us, like Jamie did some live streams last night from Halloween uh, Horror Nights and when we go to the parks and all this other stuff, uh, you can join Club 32. So Club 32 is where we do extra content like the live streams when we're in the parks. But we also have shows like Cool Kids Kitchen, where we do a live stream of us making a Disney dish, uh, which is always a good time. There's also the Club 32 Speakeasy. Just go live, back porch, and hang out. Did one of those last week. We have the Club 32 show, which is sort of an Ask Us Anything, long-form show. Uh, it's always always fun to do those. There's also a private podcast feed. You get 20% off of CTM Apparel and 1901 Candle Company products. There's a private Facebook group. There's a, uh, I think I already said it, a private podcast feed. Uh, and everything like that. So you want to check it out, you can go to ctmvip.com and you can do a monthly or yearly option and there's even a free trial. So if you just want to try it out for a week, see if it's for you, uh, you can do that. If it's not, no worries. And if so, then uh, we'd love to have you. So again, go to ctmvip.com to check that out. So, all right. Well, that will do it for the show. So thank you everybody for listening and or watching. And thank you, Jamie, for joining us and staying out late last night and losing your voice kind of. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> <laughs> and as Jamie always likes to say, we will see you in the parks. Bye.